have an idea in your mind of something you want, and you deserve to get it. So how do you get there? Well, welcome to The Idea Space, a podcast devoted to helping you overcome frustration and make what you want a reality. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, high school teacher turned entrepreneur. Now I'm a business development coach. It's my mission to help women bring their ideas to life and get what they want without feeling guilty, selfish, overwhelmed, or lost. Every week, I share topics, tools, and strategies to help you move toward that thing you want. Create time and energy to do the things you love, get clarity on what you really want and how to get there, and most importantly, stop feeling alone with your challenges. Whether you've wanted to create a better business, job, relationship, hobby, or self, I know there's something more that you want, and it's time you were able to get it with confidence and clarity. Ready to have it? Let's go. Hi, welcome back to the Idea Space Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Liddy, and this week I'm telling you about something that just happened last week where I felt like an absolute idiot. I was 100% sure that nobody else in my place would have had as hard a time as I was having because I was about to lose it. And I realized that this story is a really great example of something a lot of, that a lot of people I know struggle with. So here's the situation. I'm, I'm in London with my son. Rain, it's, it, it, it never stopped raining in London the entire time we were there. And it was, it, some days it got to the point where it was just pouring into my hair and down my face and it was driving me crazy. And my big down coat that I wore, which was super warm, was soaked. So now I'm just like carrying it like an albatross. It was just weighing me down. And in addition to that, I also start to physically overheat, which causes me to panic. Every time I get these intense hot flashes, I, they take over my body and I start to panic. And I'm reading a map and I'm trying to get to a tour bus. And the map is obviously in English, but it may as well be in Russian because I absolutely cannot make out where I'm supposed to go to meet this bus. And this obviously is not an emergency, but I can feel the anxiety creeping in and spreading over my body. And I'm really frustrated. Also, I'm super tired and cranky because I've been pushing my 12-year-old around London in a wheelchair all week. He, he got an injury right before we left, and he fractured his hip, so we had to bring a wheelchair. And so in this moment, I begin a full-on mental meltdown. And, and I think that the word frustrated does not even begin to cover how I feel. I'm, I'm angry, and I'm irritated with the city. And I start to like really get these thoughts in my head about London, like, oh my God, why does this, why does the city have to be so goddamn confusing? Why does everybody act like it makes so much sense to get around here? And then, and then it spirals. Then I'm like, why are all the streets cobbled? It's so hard to push a wheelchair in this shit. And why is there so much construction everywhere? And why will it never stop raining? And there are so many people. And I mean, it just keeps going on and on and on. I'm in this like hellish moment in my mind and I can't verbalize any of it in the moment because I'm with my son and I know that he, in this wheelchair, he's already frustrated and he feels like a burden to me and he tends to over empathize. So I don't want to like put this on him. So I'm just going through all of these anxious, worried, angry, irritated, frustrated thoughts in my head. And when this happens, my number one go-to strategy is to give up 
turn around and go home. You know, what I'm thinking in this moment is like, why are we even doing this? I could just get a cab, go back to our teeny tiny hotel room and feel sorry for myself all day. And maybe I could watch some, some Netflix and binge some, something stupid. And then I like kind of get hold of myself and I say, you know, we're trying to see this city. We, we have a goal we're trying to reach. We really want to make the most of our time in London and I don't want to waste any more time. You know, it's that, that moment between like, I just want to give up and I also have a goal that I want to reach. And you know this feeling. It's the, why is this so freaking hard feeling? Or um, it's the, I know that this is probably easy for somebody else, but it's hard for me feeling kind of like that blamey, you know, feeling of why am I too stupid to figure this out? So I want you to know that if you have these kinds of thoughts when you're in a moment of overwhelm or frustration or anxiety or worry or even irritation or anger, those thoughts are normal. And what we are doing is blaming either ourselves or somebody else because we want to feel better in the moment. And if you think that there are people out there who don't do this anymore, you're, you're kidding yourselves because though it's not rational to blame ourselves or to blame other people, it feels good in the moment. And I mean, I kind of went down another rabbit hole. You, I mean, I could really take this pretty far, this whole blaming stuff. I could say, you know, like, why did Jack have to fracture his hip playing kickball of all things? You know, I mean, seriously, I want to blame my kid? But that's where our mind goes, right? And then the other thought I had was, oh my God, this stupid gym teacher. Why do they have to be so active? And like, obviously blaming the PE teacher is absolutely absurd in this scenario. But in that moment, standing in the rain in London, on the cobblestone streets, looking for the bus, not being able to read the map, I went down the rabbit hole, down the victim mentality rabbit hole. And in those few minutes, I blamed everything I could, including the woman who sold me the tour tickets and gave me verbal directions in an accent that I couldn't understand. So some people find this stuff humiliating to admit, you know, these thoughts, but I'm not afraid to say this. Victim thoughts like this are part of being human. We all have to deal with this part of ourselves. The question is, how fast do you move through them? Victim thoughts, which are blamey, are also complainy and whiny. They sound like excuses. They sound like, why me? Why now? Why, can't, why is this happening? Or um, it's the, well, I just can't help it. It's just the way I am. It's just the way it is. And I want you to remember that like, if you find yourself having these thoughts, you don't need to beat yourself up and judge yourself. But it's really important to notice these thoughts because they hold us back. Nothing for a solution-based comes from a victim thought. Victim thoughts keep us in a stuck mode. It's the something's happened to me and I'm going to wallow and languish here rather than something's happening to me and what am I going to do about it? It's two very different energies. But as humans, it's natural for us to think victim thoughts. Remember that our brain is designed to keep us focused on being safe and being efficient. And victim mode actually in, to our primitive brain keeps us both safe and efficient. It saves our brain from having to work harder to solve the problem. It's kind of like the devil you know. You know, you can stay in that complaining victim mode and you, you're comfortable there. You're like comfortably uncomfortable. 
So it's easy in the short run to keep those victim statements going, but in the long run, if we stay in victim mode, that blaming and complaining and making excuses mentality, we actually keep ourselves from moving forward because we cannot solve a problem from victim mode. So this is why I teach my students and my clients to move through victim mode. Now, you can have yourself a nice little pity party, and I certainly did on that really rainy street near Trafalgar Square, but if I stayed there too long, I was going to miss out. Because let's, let's unpack what my day would have looked like if I'd actually indulged my inner victim thoughts. I would have given up, gotten a taxi back to the hotel. I would have been irritated as hell. I would have been sulking for the afternoon, really disappointed with myself, and also dealing with my disappointed and upset 12-year-old because we were there to see stuff in London. I maybe would have buffered watching some Netflix, maybe eating some bad food, you know, trying to soothe myself, but I definitely would not have used the short amount of time that I was in London very well, nor would I have modeled useful behavior to my kiddo. The thing is, does it feel good to be in victim mode in the moment? Hell yes, it does. It feels kind of soothing. So maybe you need to kind of have a pity party for yourself, but I do warn you, if you stay there too long, you're going to remain stuck. An important step here is to acknowledge that you have these feelings. Some people try to really push down the whole, you know, I have some negative thoughts, I'm having some victim-y thoughts, and they kind of like try to bullshit themselves or bypass these thoughts. And frankly, you have to acknowledge that you have these thoughts because they're part of you and it's okay. You don't have to push them down, but you do need to work through them. And right now, you know, you might be looking back at your year and seeing that the new year is coming up for us very soon. And maybe you're feeling a little sad for yourself that you didn't accomplish everything you'd hoped. And maybe you're feeling like you're in victim mode, right? If you're blaming yourself for things you didn't do, things you didn't get done, blaming other people or complaining or making excuses, that's victim mode. And if you want to have a small pity party for yourself, great. Go ahead and give yourself some love, but you've got to put some parameters around it and make a plan to move forward. So for me, in that moment, I pulled on my big girl underpants and made a decision. Find help. Ask someone walk around and find someone who could direct me. And I have to tell you, it required a lot of self-talk, which sounded like basically, okay, Jen, you're wet, you're really soaked, but you're going to be fine. Jack is okay, and you're both safe. You're not a moron because you can't read this map. Pull yourself together, find some help, and you can do this. So if you do nothing else for you, you have to ask for help. Ask for help because sometimes when our habits of victim thoughts have been ruling the roost for too long, we forget that there can be another way. We forget that life can be easier than we're currently making it. And I promise you, it can be easier. You do have control. Feel your feelings and then ask yourself one question that will surely move you forward. What can I do about this? Often the answer is ask for help. Small help is great. Just start asking. And I know that it's hard to ask for help, but it's the most powerful thing you can do for yourself. You can take back control of your life in any situation. First, acknowledge that you're going to have some very human, victim-y kind of thoughts. Don't judge them. Just then ask yourself, what am I going to do about this? 
And if you think that you're the only one this is happening to, I want you to remember it's not just you. In an emotional storm, when you feel yourself spiraling down into victim mode where you will remain stuck and you will feel really challenged, please remember this is not just you. I'm telling you this story so that the next time you start to head into your victim spiral, you remember me in my blue coat soaked. But you don't see it in other people, right? It's not just you, but it feels like it's just you because you don't see the meltdowns on social media. You don't see the mom pushing her 12-year-old in a wheelchair, getting soaked in London because she can't figure out how to push a wheelchair and hold an umbrella. You don't see the maddening frustration that is most definitely evident on her face when she can't figure out how to find the tour bus, when she can't figure out the directions because she can't get the map to make sense in her brain. These are things you don't see. You don't see the embarrassment of not being able to figure out something she is so sure every other person would be able to figure out. You don't see the self-talk trying to stay calm and figure it out rather than give up and go home. You don't see all that shit on social media, so you forget that other people are dealing with it too. But I promise you, it's there, and we are all just trying to figure shit out. For most of us, it's just invisible. And so the reason that I'm doing this podcast is to make it visible, to make it seen so that you know you're not alone when you feel like it's time to have a meltdown for yourself. So what I figured out is that instead of complaining or blaming or making excuses, the most important thing we can do for ourselves is to make a plan where the first step is to say, what can I do about this? And the second step is to say, what kind of help do I need? And so if you take nothing away from today, except to start asking for help, you will start to see big changes happening in your life. I promise you someone out there is waiting to help you but you just have to ask. People don't know that you need help. Stop waiting for help to slap you in the face and take action and stop judging yourself for your victim-y, blame-y, complain -y thoughts. Believe me, they're just part of what makes you a beautiful human. I hope this has helped you in some way. And if you know somebody who can use this message, please share this podcast with them. I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more free tools and video trainings at www.jenliddy.com slash free sources. That's F-R-E-E sources. If you found this podcast helpful, I'd be so grateful if you subscribed and gave a review. And if you have a friend who'd benefit from today's topic, tool, or strategy, please share the Ideaspace podcast with her. That way, together, we can help more women achieve their dreams and take action on their ideas. Isn't it time we all were able to get what we want? Join me next week and remember right now, all you need to do to make your idea a reality is take the very next step you know how to. Bye. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.